Go for it. Whenever. Oh, I thought you were still changing your phone. I'm sorry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Distorted Entertainment, Episode 9. My name is Ethan Carpenter. I am, of course, joined by Mitchell Wade. Mitchell, how is it going today? Uh, it's going pretty well, actually. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, finally got that computer built. Yeah, um, I saw that. Uh, saw that on your pretty. Instagram. It took me 16 hours, and I didn't get everything perfect. Found out the hard way that my RAM is not listed as compatible with the motherboard, so I can't overclock Oof. it properly. You can overclock RAM? Oh, my my dear, sweet summer child. I, I think I may have known that, but when I think overclocking, I mainly think of CPU and GPU. When you overclock your CPU, you also want to overclock your RAM. Uh, okay. Because they work kind of in tandem. When you overclock a GPU, you're overclocking both the graphics card processor as well as the graphics card RAM. Oh, yeah, the VRAM. The VRAM. Um, so those kind of things work in tandem. But, yeah, um, uh, you basically you up the voltage and then you can up the frequency that your RAM runs at. Mm. And my RAM is supposed to run at 3,600 megahertz. Uh, but it is, I forget the terminology, but it's basically like licensed safely to run at 2133 megahertz or something like that. Oh, that's the, it's the base clock. Yeah. And that is not what I paid for, but uh, I can't Bummer. get it to run stable at 3600, yeah. no matter yeah. what settings I do in the BIOS and everything. I like finally got it to like run stable and then I played. Uh, I kept trying to play a few rounds of Apex Legends and it kept crashing the engine. So ah, I was bummer. like, I was like, screw it. Fuck overclocking. No, bye. And I just reverted all the settings. But you're also part of the uh, 3900X gang, aren't you? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm 2080 super. No, 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 no. I'm talking um, CPU. Ryzen 9, Ryzen 9 3900. Oh, yes, yes, Gang, yes. gang. I, I yeah, also I got run that, that. I got that scary uh, fucking 12-core block of it. heat. My, pro my problem is I need to upgrade my cooler, or either that or I just don't have it seated quite properly because uh, I had some issues reinstalling it. It's the first time I've ever, like, swapped a CPU. Um, gotcha. And so I think... And I, and I think that's what this thing is supposed to do. But in uh, MSI Combustor, it has a mm -hmm. CPU stress test, or it's called CPU Burner. Yep. And uh, my, my, it doesn't ever stabilize. It just continues to climb and climb and climb, even when the fans are going full speed. So I, yeah. and, so I think I need to redo my cooler mount or just get a new cooler. I, I honestly, if you have the room in your case, would go with an I, AIO. I. Uh, <sighs> I'm more of a I'm more into the idea of getting like a Be Quiet Dark Rock Pro or a Noctua. I'm just saying an AIO is wonderful and I've never had issues with them. Um I mean I suppose um but I'm also thinking of maybe trying to upgrade my case too in the future. Um Okay. Though one I have my and it might just be me because I'm lazy and dumb but my cable management is horrible in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> to, I yeah. um however I will I, say yeah. I will say I found out um cable management can actually affect your temperatures. Let's just say the others the the side of my case that is facing the wall is bulging slightly. Oh, um, well that 
no one cares about back cable management. If you do back cable management and you're good at it, damn, you're a pro. That's one reason it took 16 hours. Like five hours of that was me trying to cable manage the back until I said, fuck this. Hmm. And I just put the giant metal cable binder over all the cables. And I was like, yep, that's uh, that cables managed. Yeah. I mean, I'd also love to upgrade my GPU, but you just can't get one right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like Gene, by the way, go ahead. Just because I don't know how much computer stuff, you know, you do know what I mean by an AIO, right? Yeah. An all in one liquid cooler. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's not a, it's not a custom. I had a, I had an AIO pop up, um, as an ad and it looked interesting. It was like 125 bucks, but like, I'm, I'd be completely fine with just running the, the Noctua or a be quiet. Um, the, the case I'm looking to get is a, is the be quiet as well. And it's beautiful. I'm, I'm not against it. Uh, I just, there's plenty of things I need to do other than upgrade my computer right now. So, right. Of course. Yeah, I, I would love to get like another internal hard drive. I I rocked a, a uh, nah, eight terabyte external when I had enough on my new egg card to do so. It's going fairly well. Also, welcome to the uh, Distorted Entertainment is now a computer building podcast. Uh, and oh my god, like, can we can we be? Because I will be down. I, well, if you want to start a like a thirty minute offshoot podcast, we can. <laughs> no, and it'll actually be thirty minutes this time. It's not. Don't gonna... <laughs> don't lie to the fans. Don't lie to the fans. No, uh, oh. I I actually um I didn't realize we only have like an hour left for this month. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because Jesus. I waited to do it, it's going to cost three bucks any every hour, so it's not terrible. I since I sold some of my stuff today, I'll be able to cover that. Um, we'll let me know if out. you need help. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, this is going to be a little bit different because I have next to no news and Mitch is going to uh, be supplying most of it. Also, we are doing something a little bit special because since it is coming out to be the end of the year, also this, this episode, I'm having a lot of also's right now. Um, this episode is coming out shortly after Christmas. So Merry belated Christmas, everybody. Hope you had a wonderful time in past land. So, uh, what was I what was I saying? We oh yeah, we were going to be doing our top five. This is ours this time. It's not Loudwire. It's our top five singles of the year. Specifically singles like hyping up an album. And uh I have a couple honorable mentions on my end, but we're going to do that at some point in this podcast. And uh yeah, that's that's kind of, of course we're also gonna be talking about Naeble of Ascaris and Anthrax later as well just kind of the docket for today so um since i only have one little piece of news i will start and then mitch you can you can take over it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little different you excited you're like leading the forefront of everything today oh my god probably how it should be nine episodes (laughs) do you not do you not think i do a good job (laughs) Oh no no you do you do fine you do fine sweetie you do, you, you do good I, I, I was like I was like he's gonna say sweetie he's gonna say sweetie so um the only thing I have it's not metal related it is video game related which we've been actually talking about a lot more recently on the show but it's kind of a slow time for music right now even though we just looked at all of the albums that dropped this year and it's like oh man I I didn't realize there were a lot of those something. <laughs> Um, well, it was like like me and you were discussing. It was like I was looking and I was like, 
I could have sworn this dropped last year, not this year. Oh, 2020 well, has been long. It's been very long. Um, so yeah, my uh, news article is actually coming from IGN, everybody's favorite uh, video game network. That's half of a joke, but I, I still like IGN. I don't really get all the hate they get. Um, He's a poser. They, I'm a poser. I'm sorry. Um, this is IGN's game of the year, 2020. It's not just one thing. We we have a few picks of like some top games, and we can uh, discuss it. Um, the actual top. Actually, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to go through. Uh, I'm going to look at the extra games they mention, and then maybe we can uh, test Mitchell and see if he can uh, guess the top guess the top things. But this is I don't uh, even we know what came out this year. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not going to make you guess, but we'll we'll go through the honorable mentions first just cuz I'm going to do that later as well for my top 5 singles. Um we got Animal Crossing New Horizons, of course. Um oh, yeah, I for- forgot I've, about that. I forgot that came out this year. <laughs> it was yeah, so it was, long ago. It was also a super important release because Everyone's like, oh, I have to stay inside for probably like two weeks. This will tie me over. Yeah, not knowing we were going to still be indoors or should be staying indoors in, in December. Yeah. Unless you know you work at FedEx and uh, or, or uh, Indiana University. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I've, I don't have a switch. I'd love to get one. Um, but Animal Crossing's never really been my thing very, very much. I like it, but it's not something I can just play offhand. I got to be in a very particular mood. Um, similar to like, it's not like the same genre, I don't think. But like, um, I I tend to enjoy say Harvest Moon more than I have Animal Crossing. I don't I don't know if there's like a connection there, but that's where my brain goes. I I mean they're they're both chore games. Well, the honestly, let's be honest, that's what they are. I'm not saying they're bad or not fun or anything, but they are a, you make a list of daily tasks to do and you do them. And it, it's Which is something it's, I can't even do IRL. Yeah. Well, no, that's, <laughs> that's the funny thing. It's like people hate doing chores in real life, but like when you're on an Island with a whole bunch of colorful animals, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I could build a whole Island. <laughs> um, but I mean, the same Kinda thing like could be house flipper. Yeah, yeah, exactly like House Flipper. But at the same time, the same thing can be said about um, uh, games like, uh, well, Apex Legends, because you have the stupid daily challenges and mm. other games like that. Like, Yeah, not a lot of uh, roguelites have dailies as well. Oh, I didn't know roguelites had them. I've, I've never experienced that in any of the roguelites I've played. Mm, well, it's not like it gives you a list of things to do, but it is literally a just a daily. It's a it's a preceded run that everybody would do if they select to do the daily, and then it's usually uh, just scored. It's, I guess, I just I connected to the word daily, not not like ah, kill okay. four people. So that's yeah. my bad, but um, but um, so anyways, before I was rudely interrupted, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm just you know really, what this is this really is the episode I'm going I'm this really is the episode I'm going up oh my fucking god Ethan <laughs> So the next game is uh no go ahead <laughs> <laughs> This is the episode where I'm just going to like snap and lose it it wasn't the it, it wasn't the dying fetus episode it's this one 
Um, but, um, yeah, I, and it's one thing that I kind of hate in like those online games. Like I get it. There's a battle pass. You want to give people a bonus way of earning XP, but bruh, I work 12 hour shifts. Sometimes I can't come home and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to play like two hours of apex today. It'll be fine. I like, there have been like 90% of the times that since I've started the new job, mm-hmm. um, I have literally just come home, taken my clothes off, put my comfortable pajamas on. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to lay on my bed for like five minutes and like check my phone out. And then I pass out yep. in a really uncomfortable <laughs> position too. Yeah. 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 I know that feeling. I know that feeling so, brother. Oh, speaking of, uh, and then we'll get back to your, uh, video game news. Speaking of, uh, my job, uh, do you want to guess how many, uh, miles I walked on uh, Saturday night slash Sunday morning? Uh, 15. Jesus. Why? Uh, we were back. So, you know where the common carrier gate is, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the one that the FedEx trucks don't go out of, but Mm -hmm. all the other trailers do, um, that was backed up all the way to the Hannah circle. Yikes. So I was walking up and down the, uh, basically to that like four way stop sign. Um, to the gate, t- giving the truckers instructions in order to try and speed them along, so we could not block traffic for like a mile. Yikes! Yeah, that would suck, <laughs> or that yeah. does suck. I am, yeah. I am sorry. That is a lot. I, it, it didn't bother me honestly. I felt fine. Uh, we had a coworker walk out, so I hope they get fired. Um. <laughs> Yeah, at least you're getting I, your steps in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I felt fine. I was kind of tired, but like I made it through the 12 hour shift. Um, my coworker who had worked less hours than me was constantly complaining and didn't even have to deal with the entirety of that mess. And mm. she was just, like, I want to go home. I want I'm like, anyways, uh, that's not video game related. So let's get back to that. Uh, next, uh, these are in alphabetical order, um, at least for the, the, honorable mentions we got uh assassin's creed valhalla of course i have heard it's pretty good but um i've, also I've heard, heard like the last like three or four are good but i don't know you the, can't really do the formula is pretty much the same to me well the um the last one i really played was origins and they completely changed the combat system and made it very RPGE instead of like your standard Assassin's Creed affair, which was interesting. But I, part of me still kind of miss misses the Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Three, like uh, you know pseudo Arkham fighting style. But some people just really like that. From what I've seen, Valhalla is really really good. I've also heard it is mind numbingly long. Like uh, G Man Lives, one of my favorite uh, YouTube reviewers said I was playing this for 60 hours and I haven't even hit the halfway point or something. Oh, that's gross. That's JRPG <laughs> territory. Or I I might be over I might be over embellishing, but he he said that he just stopped cuz he got tired of it. But he did say what he played was fun. So, next game, it's specifically the PC version of Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, that makes sense. I'm kind of I'm still kind of surprised it made it on here. Everybody knows there's a lot of uh, issues with Cyberpunk's 2077 at the moment. 
Um, I will talk about that. You will talk about I mean, if, if you want to bring it up now, you can. Uh, but here, just up front, guys, unless if you're on PC, hold off on buying Cyberpunk. But I, I kind of figure if anybody wa- ha- was wanting to buy it, they probably already did. I, I feel like I, I don't know about the PS5 and Xbox, uh, whatever the whatever the new one's the called. The Series X. Okay, I was the Series X. Um, I think Whoever those ones are fine. To get shot. Well, they have they aren't dropping until next year. Oh, um, okay. So well, it the, was uh, literally sorry, the, last gen and PC. Well, so I'm sorry. I it was a little uh, confusing. So th- um, they're saying for the PS5 X Bone or the Xbox Series versions, if you have the say the PS4 version or the Xbox One version, uh, they do run better on the PS5 and uh, Xbox Series uh, consoles just because of the more they have. They basically have code in there that says, okay, if you have this console, here's more things you can do with it, like the power, but it's still not perfect. And then the versions of the game, like the PlayStation 5 version and the Xbox Series X version is coming out next year. Um, with a, I think, I think Cyberpunk or CD Projekt Red is doing like the free upgrade. So like, if you own the PS4 or Xbox as far as version, I know, they are. Yeah, which is really really cool. I, I and I, I think uh, a few different companies are doing that um, now. But uh, yeah, just if you're just running PS4 or uh, Xbone, I've heard the like the Pro, the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X versions work a little bit better too but if you're running like a base ps4 or a base x-bone um you might want to hold off on buying it sony and microsoft are offering refunds for people who bought it it's just not running very well at the moment what i wanted to say is uh you people out there that are like heavily complaining about this Mm -hmm. but are also the people that were constantly complaining about them delaying the game to try and perfect it Mm -hmm. sending death threats yeah fuck you yeah, screw you can't all do of you. that. Like, if you sent a death threat to these game developers because you couldn't wait for a few months, legitimately you are a bad person and should feel and you should feel bad. Even even like even if you didn't send the death threats, just like being really hypocritical, like they were delaying it for a reason. It wasn't them going, Oh, well, we just want to work on it more time because of what no, they were trying to fix it. That's mm-hmm. what delays are for or interpersonal like issues in the company. Yeah. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We have had issues with like getting work done, especially in the entertainment industry. Um, I, one of the things that like gr- makes me grind my teeth. Uh, I saw a guy who was like, um, they've been working on the game for nine years. I don't think another delay, like they should have had it done by now. It doesn't matter. I'm like, they built their own engine, (laughs) which is difficult, A. And then because it's not like your stock Unreal 4 or Unity, you can't it's it's much harder to debug. And that's that's the thing. I mm, I I don't know. It it was it was sort of in developmental hell, kind of. I think they were it was always slated for the PS4 and X-Bone. I, I wouldn't be surprised if halfway through making it, it's like we already have to switch to PS5 and Xbox Series X, which right. usually doesn't bode well if you're making it for one console and then like midway through have to start looking at a different console. That's something that Duke Nukem Forever was infamous for. Yep. Um, 
but they and, had other issues completely. Well, that game, yeah. So, um, it's just, dude, it's not that big of a deal. Y'all ever play a Bethesda game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Uh, I like, I get it. It's not perfect, but like everyone that I've seen, they're enjoying the game. They understand mm-hmm. there's bugs. Yep. Uh, if you don't want bugs or a lot of bugs, wait. Like, yeah, that is that's what I'm doing right now. There are plenty of other games out there that you can be playing. There are even free to play games, like even things like you know Call of Duty Warzone. And I tried Apex that Legends. the other day. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot out there. Like, calm your shit. You probably haven't even played all of your games yet. Nope. You can hold off. <laughs> I know that being I know that being excited for a game that it turns out to be a little not what you were expecting can be frustrating. I, trust me, I pre-ordered Aliens Colonial Marines. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, you I pre-ordered that four years before it dropped. Oh, that was oof. <laughs> because was I oof. remember the Game Informer magazine with, of it, and it sounded so cool. And oh, then it yeah. No, out, I mean, it was legendary, and then it became legendary for a whole nother reason. Mm-hmm. Apparently, m- nowadays there are there are bug fixes and things you can do that actually make it pretty good. Um, I just I haven't tried. And then, of course, Alien Isolation dropped, and that game is fantastic. So, I still haven't played it, but so I've heard nothing but so good, good things. It's I'm so just hard. a wuss. <laughs> I'm just a wuss. I'm that so game, scared. Yeah, that game will have your heart just pounding, dude. It's like, horrible. Um. I, especially if you have that microphone thing turned on. No, thank you. No, thank you. Mm, yeah. See, I've played it on PC and PS4. Um, I should really play through that game again. Like, well, I've never beaten it, but I should play through it to completion. But every time I pick it up on the PlayStation, I'm just stuck in this one area and I keep dying. So I'm like, all right, Rough. I'll try again in a couple months. So, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 PC version in particular. Uh, I still want to play it. I'm just broke. So, I'm going to hold off. Uh, here's one that I don't really I don't really care about, but I get it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But wasn't it only like half the game? Yeah, but I, when it's half the game is 60 hours. Is that is that still 60 hours? It's like 40 to 60 hours. You got to remember, it's a JRPG. Uh, yeah, you're right, I guess. You're right. Not going to worry too much about FF7. I've never played it. I've never played the original either. I so. haven't either. Uh, I'm not Ooh, big in well, JRPGs. We're posers. <laughs> uh, we're posers. No, no, I am just a man of different tastes. Mm. I can be a real gamer boy and not play that game. <laughs> uh, here's gamer. one that I want to play. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I want to play it too. I've heard it's absolutely beautiful. I've heard it's great. And I, the guy I, from Zero Punctuation didn't hate it. So it's like... Oh, wow. That's like Anthony Fantano liking an album. <laughs> I, I do like Yahtzee a lot, though. I, I like Zero I, Punctuation's videos. I got sick of Yahtzee after a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see him as like an actual reviewer. It's mainly no. just for entertainment value. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm, I'm for it. Uh, uh, I'll have, probably, I'll probably have to wait to play until I if I get a PS5. Just so mm. it has able to, because I don't have a PS4 Pro. Ah, uh, is it? Oh, is it PS? Is it PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, I didn't it realize was, that. It was the last PlayStation exclusive for PS4. 
Gotcha. Okay. I did not realize that. All right. Nifty. Uh, Half-Life Alex. I don't have a VR, so. Yeah, but I've heard nothing but amazing things. I know there's like a mod to be able to play it without VR, though. Oh, that'd be interesting. This one's kind of a given. Uh, Miles Morales. I really want to play it. I really want to play it. Uh, but it's mainly just a super DLC and not like a full game. So yeah, you know what we used to call those DLC expansions. Yeah, expansion packs. Yeah, I uh, I really do want to play it. It's only it's only like forty bucks. I think my brother actually asked for it for Christmas, so maybe I can play it at some point. And uh, the last one of their honorable mentions is a Microsoft Flight Simulator. I could I see that. I mean, yeah, it's very cool technology, but. It's also like a very niche game. And then you, you can go into their, their like uh, best games by platform, best games by genre, and then game development craft awards. Not doing that. Uh, we won't go into their top game yet. Here is their IGN's people's choice for game of the year. Do you have any guesses? Uh, uh, I don't know what came out this year. Call of Duty Black Ops. Actually, probably a decent guess, but it's uh, Last of Us Part 2. Oh, uh, yeah, I could see that. I forgot that came out this year. I did not forget because the Internet is full of pansies who keep complaining about it. Um, I've I, never played I still Last know. of Us Part 1. Oh, it so. was really good. I've heard. I, I've heard I still good. don't even know like what the complaints were exactly about. I don't want to know because uh, oh, I the, do plan I'm pretty on sure... playing. I don't want to know them unless it's non-spoilery spoilers. Oh, yeah, it's not spoilery. Ah, uh, okay. They usually let let me just tell you it boils down to uh daggum women. That's pretty much what the complaints are. Oh no, not them daggum women. Were they too strong? Uh quite literally, yes. <laughs> they complained uh, that one of the characters had muscles. Legit. That like I mean she did. Are, do yeah. do people not know that there are such things as like ripped women and Oh, but, it's the, but it's the uh, end of the world, man. They wouldn't be able to have the macronutrients and the things to be that ripped uh, in a survival situation. Dude, it's a video game. Just, it's a video game, bro. It's a video. It's not just, rust. <laughs> I don't get it. And uh, so this is the game that uh, IGN has claimed is the best of the year. And I wholeheartedly agree. Hades. Ugh. I think Hades was a perfect video game. And that's what I was talking about earlier but while we were uh, setting up. I'm like, I keep forgetting like how good Hades is and why am I not playing it more than I am? It's fantastic, honestly. And I, I should have, <laughs> if we were doing like a top album of the year list or something instead of just singles, I'm pretty sure the Hades soundtrack would have been in there. Honestly, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So yeah. That was uh, IGN's best games of the year and honorable mentions. Unless if we wanted to like take a quick look here, we both own a PlayStation game. We we both own a PlayStation game. I do own a PlayStation <laughs> game. You are correct. Uh, I clicked on it to see what their best uh, console exclusive was, and I'm not sure why I'm. I I thought it wasn't going going to be anything but Last of Us Part Two. Um, so never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I, that does it for me on uh, video game news and some discussions about how people are really, really stupid when it comes to cyberpunk. God, don't even get me started, even though I already got started. Yeah, we went through it. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Let's go. 
Let's go. And don't get me started on the anyway. Um. All right. So I got a couple of things. Uh. One, Steel Panther, you're pieces of shit. Um. Uh. Okay. They did three concerts with no uh, no social distancing or masks or anything like that. Mm. And they mm, were tight yeah. packed. Yeah. Also, okay. Steel Panthers fans that went to those concerts, you suck. Fair enough. Fair enough. That wasn't the thing that I saw about Steel Panther, but yeah, I didn't realize. I, I, yeah, I don't like them, so I don't care. Like before this, I didn't like them, but um, it just—it's not my style of metal. I have listened to them briefly just because uh, Glenn Fricker goes on and on about them all the time. I've heard their live shows are good, but like the music was just kind of. I mean, clearly, people—you know—broke pandemic things to go see mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and just in case we have any fans, so argue with me. Don't I've studied virology since I was in eighth grade and that includes on the college level since I was in high school as well as immunology and working in the field. I'm however stupid and don't know how to tighten a screw on my microphone stand. Mm. Mm. You can do it. I don't know about that. Hey, look, I did it. Oh, it's sinking. It's sinking. Well, well, it's Uh, failing. Sinking just like the Titanic. To be fair, this uh, package I got of like My this before I got this was before I got the um, condenser mic. That's what this is. Uh, mm. I had a package from I think music musician friend or music friend uh, dot com. Uh, mm. It was two dynamics, two microphone stands, and the cables to go with them, and it was like for eighty bucks. Right. So. One of these has to not be the quality, and I think it's the microphone stand. Yeah, probably. Probably. The dynamics sound pretty good. Um, I've done some. What brand are they? I don't have one on me right now. Otherwise, I would tell you. So while we were looking up our uh, singles for the year, uh, I went to the Wikipedia and just went through like what came out this year because I couldn't remember everything that came out. Uh, even like back in September, I thought some of those albums, like the new oceans of slumber album thought that came out last year, not this year. I was wrong, but I came to a portion of the Wikipedia page that has artists with material in production. So I'm going to name some that I'm excited for Abigail Williams, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, a legion. I knew that one. Apparently cannibal corpse has something coming out. We excited for that. Uh, I don't know about this one. Uh, Cynic. Um, they had been working on stuff for a while. I know but, of Cynic. Uh, well, I think one thing that you would like to know is the lead singer of Cynic, and he's also one of the guitar players, uh, was one of the guitar players in Death. Ooh, um, interesting. Um, but unfortunately, both the drummer and... I think the bassist have passed away. Mm. Yeah. So right now there is only uh, two people in the band. Gotcha. And that's the lead singer slash guitar player. And I actually don't know who the other guy is. So I, I just, I don't know about that. Power trip is on this list too, but I, mm. I don't. Yeah. Fair enough. 
I don't know if that's going to be a thing. Um, but maybe they could pull something like uh, what uh, Bellwitch did um, uh, with Mirror Reaper. Other than that, uh, I know Mastodon's got stuff in the works. Gojira does, but who knows when. You heard of me, Gojira. And uh, Trivium. Um, oh, yeah, and Times of Grace. I forgot about them. They've been I'm working sure on stuff. Are. It's interesting that Trivium's working on stuff so soon. I know. Uh, by the way, uh, Times of Grace is one of the guitar players from uh, Kill Switch Engage, the one that uh, does vocals as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, another one of his projects. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, there's a couple. I mean, there's way more on here, like Necro. Oh, Necro Goblicon's working on stuff. Um, there's way more on here. That was just kind of like the, ooh, I'm excited for those bands. Yeah, so I feel that. I, I mean, I think Meshuggah are in the studio, too. Yeah, surprisingly, they're not listed on here. Um, screw Wikipedia. Yeah, screw Wikipedia. I mean, Gojira's not listed on there, either. Mm. Uh, or Mastodon. So I don't care about Mastodon. So I, in all honesty, I, yeah, whatever. No one, no one <laughs> likes your meme. Um, <laughs> this just might be slightly out of date as well. So who it's knows? Pos- yeah, it's possible. Okay. Other news. Uh, flesh God apocalypse dropped mm-hmm. a single. Um, it's called no. Um, and it is one of those songs. that's just about like, your kids are on your phones too much and we spend too much time on Facebook and all that flesh and God, like, flesh God, boomer energy. No, no. I mean, it's talking about like people in general, not just kids. I just wanted to say kids. Uh-huh. Um, and, and like, I get it fine. That's fair. But what I, I, I didn't really care for the single. It wasn't bad. It just, I didn't pop out to me. But there is one interesting uh, moment in it, and it's towards the end, and uh, it's Veronica's part, and um, it strangely sounds like Britney Spears. Oh, I saw a article about this from Loudwire the other day. I just yeah, didn't, I just didn't look into it at all. I'm going to like just pop up and give you like the timestamp for that. Because you should know it. It's interesting. I assume you know, like, Britney Spears' most famous song, right? I mean, maybe if I heard it. Hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, if you do Flesh God Apocalypse No and go to 320, you'll hear it. 320. Uh, I mean, all right. Fair enough, I suppose. Like... Dude, those are like the lyrics as well as the exact notes. Yeah, I I recognize the give me a sign. It was everything else I was kind of like unsure about. Um, All of the comments are hilarious. Uh, I didn't even read them. (laughs) Loudwire commented on it saying, hit me flesh God one more time. That's amazing. Uh, 2020, this is going to be the worst year ever. Flesh God apocalypse. No. Nah, my favorite's the, so I heard you, uh, you like Flesh God Apocalypse. Yep, what song? No, question mark. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. All right, So Inter- interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. They dropped one. Oh, you know what? I think that well, was everything I had. 
Oh, sweet. Well, I suppose that is what we got for news. Really interesting to leave off on a flesh god ripping off Britney Spears. Or would you just or would you just call that a reference? I would call that like a nod slash reference. It's not a rip off. Flesh God. We uh we have a nod to Britney Spears on our next record. Anyway, or well, I guess on the next record, single. I don't know. I'll have to listen to that. I didn't realize they dropped a single. So I'll have to listen to that. And later. uh I think it's a standalone single. I don't think it's uh, oh. related to an album. So they okay. did the Gojira thing where they get you really excited and you were like, oh. Is, Everything sounds completely different. Uh, I really hope the next Gojira record actually has a. I don't need it to be like Mars to Sirius heavy, but have a couple of songs. Mars to Sirius adjacent. Yeah, you know, have a have a couple of heavy tracks on there. I need some pick scrapes, brother. Mm-hmm. I need some pick scrapes. But uh, anyway, guys, we're going to uh, before we get into our album reviews, uh, we're going to do our top five singles of 2020 and the way we're going to do it is we're uh each going to you know one of us will do our top five the other will do the top uh there one of us will do our number five the other will do number five three you know four three i know how to count um (laughs) but first have a couple of honorable mentions mitchell what is on your list well this is kind of hard to put in order um, for me, if I was to choose, so are we doing honorable mention first? Is that correct? Yeah. Let's just, uh, let's get the honorable mentions out of the way and then we'll hit with it. We'll start with number five. I will say my honorable mention is actually going to be Gojira's another world. I'm surprised that did not make it into your list. Uh, it, to be honest, kind it, it kind of does, but like, it was good. It was good, but it, you know. It wasn't a new album announcement or anything mm. like that. Um, it just sounded like another song that was from Magma. Uh, music video was yeah. good though. The sound was great. Uh, I thought it was really well produced, but it, you know, I, yeah, it was, I, good, but. I never saw the music video and I'm pretty sure I've only listened to the song once. Um, the music video is very nice. It's very stylized. I'll have to check it. I, I just don't remember the song really doing much for me. Um, not that it was bad, and I do agree from what I remember, it was produced very well, but I don't think they've had an issue in terms of production, possibly at all, but especially since From Mars to Sirius. Uh, definitely from since Mars to Sirius. Gotcha. Because I've only dabbled in their first record, and I've never touched the link. Um you should definitely not make me give you the first record and just go listen to all of it because I've, it's really good. I've given it a shot and it just wasn't really my thing. No, I mean, you're wrong, but that's okay. I don't, I don't know. It just, it, it felt, I don't know. I'm not sure what I didn't like about it, but maybe I should check it out again. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm kind of surprised Gojira didn't make it onto your actual list. Would you, would you count the, uh, I almost would think that the the song from the link that was unreleased that they dropped would count as a single as well i suppose it would i honestly totally forgot about that song completely (laughs) well interesting um i have three honorable mentions and i only have three because i remembered a song and it actually knocked one of the songs off the list so i'm actually gonna start with an honorable mention that doesn't really count so i'm already cheating 
because it was a song from the 90s that got leaked early in the year. And that's why it's just in my honorable mentions. And that is a Fur Covered in Blood by Slipknot. I just really liked that song. I've been waiting to hear that song for forever. So it was really, really cool that I finally got the opportunity. I know you didn't like it, but it was one of my faves. And then uh, and a- two actual songs that came out this year. First one, What the Dead Men Say by Trivium. Oh. I remembered that that came out and I was like, I do. I do really like this single. Very, very catchy. I like the vocal hooks. I love the the uh, production in general. The album was very good, too. I, I remember I listened to it all uh, about a month before we actually started the show. I think we mentioned that in the last episode, too. But uh, yeah, um, what the Dead it, Men it's say a good is album. solid. Their yeah, last it is. two albums have been pretty solid. They're not, you know, Shogun, but. Well, I don't think we're ever getting Shogun again. Matt Heafy, give me Shogun, too. Damn it. But uh, yeah, good song, good record. And then my other honorable mention, mention um, this song is basically a meme, but it is pretty good in my opinion. And not just like because of the one part everybody creams their pants over. And it's uh, Demolisher by Slaughter to Prevail. Um, the reason people, let me actually get you a time. Are you aware of Slaughter to Prevail? Have you ever looked at them? I've never even heard of this band. Really, they are a Never. very, very popular deathcore band. Like extremely, well, ex- well yes, extremely why. popular. They're uh, out of Russia. I actually had the chance to play with them, but they they had issues with their passports, and they didn't make it to the uh, Suicide Silence show that we were playing, um, which was kind of a bummer. They're apparently very, very nice, but the basically the band is a front for their vocalist Alex Terrible. Uh, stage name obviously but the the man is a monster so let me go to youtube and get you a timestamp. this is the part that everybody freaks out over and like i said they are russian and the part that they freak out over is in russian the uh, song is very good it's very heavy i do love uh how they have ghost mass yeah so go to about 225 and demolisher by slaughter to prevail yeah it's pretty cool yeah, uh, and apparently that isn't augmented. He can, he can growl that low. <laughs> that, I mean that that's impressive as hell. The breakdown's not bad either, though. It's mildly, you know, stereotypical deathcore. Well, but. also, I I plopped you right in the middle of the song. I actually do think the song is worth a listen. I tried covering it, and it's very very difficult. <laughs> so it never made it made it up anywhere. So, but yeah, yeah. their their masks definitely look like the nameless ghoul masks. The nameless ghoul masks. Uh, ghost. Everyone but the lead singer wears a mask that looks similar to that. Oh, really? I I I know that 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 mask thing is like very uh, on brand with Slaughter to Prevail, and a lot of people like buy them. And I'm like, I think they're cool masks, but whatever. But yeah, Alex Terrible. He's a he's a pretty good vocalist. So those are my honorable mentions. Would you like to start us off? Yeah, I will do that after I send you the nameless school mass. Oh, fair enough. Uh, 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 yeah, there's a long link. And also, somebody growling that low <laughs> in Russian is scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I kind of I mean, see what you mean, but like. They, they're like different. The, like I like the teeth on the. Yeah. Uh, I, what do they actually. Hold on. Is there a name for the all for the slaughter? To prevail mask. They like call it something. Oh, oh it's literally okay. just the Alex Terrible mask. 
Ah. Also, their big cartel is called Russian Hateware. Those things are $90. I mean, are they made out of metal or something? Uh, it's possible. Hold on. Let me click on it. It takes uh, 50 days to make a mask. If we have not, I imagine it takes, I imagine it takes about, oh, well, I also noticed that the mouth actually is movable. So yes, that's also cool. I'm not sure what they're made of. I, they're definitely not plastic. They apparently every month only have 20 gold ones available. They do look cool though. If I had like 90 bucks to blow, I would consider it. But then I, I just kind of look like everybody else. It is cool that uh, Instagram actually has an Alex terrible filter that lowers your voice and gives you the mask (laughs) and it and it tracks pretty well too all right mitch amazing let's get into our top five Uh, songs of the year see i didn't put these in order yet i'm just looking are you i have them you're you're flying off the seat at the seat of your pants uh how else do i do this podcast you yeah you know you have a point (laughs) Um, you know what? I'll go with uh, number five, uh, being Silosis's Siloses, Silososos, Silosis. Uh, I'll go with their uh, track "I Sever." It was a fantastic first single that came out for the album. It definitely enraptured me into going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I personally didn't like the album prior to this one. Mm, but I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to throw you for a little bit of a loop. What's up? I sever as a uh, single was released uh, in 2019. What? According to uh, Spotify, it doesn't matter. It's good. It was for this record. I'll count. It was it. for an. It was for an <laughs> album in 2020. Yeah, uh, the song uh, I was thinking of was Calcified. By the way, gotcha. Um, it was a great record in general, but that song definitely. Uh, Definitely uh, got me perfect. And especially the ending, like half of that song, mm-hmm. his vocals where he's doing like the kind of the Gojira melodic screaming, but not the same kind that Cattle D does, but what Joe does. Mm-hmm. Um, just the emotion in it. Oh, it is beautiful and amazing. And I'm going to break this microphone. <laughs> Um, yeah, one of my picks, I, I definitely have an emotional like reasoning for it too. It's like, oh man, like they're super into it. Um, but that's for my number four. So So there's that. Okay. Uh my number five, I don't think I need to go into it too much because we actually kind <clears> of <throat> went into it uh pretty uh, uh deeply on the episode where we talked about this band. Uh number five, I'm putting Invasion by Haken. Ah. <laughs> Okay. It's a great song. I, I I really, really enjoy it. The dun 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 dun. It's a really good song. Not gonna go too deep into it. Haken is just really, really awesome, and I'm glad that you gave me them. So that was my number five. You mean your oh, that was your number five. Okay, so my number four. Uh the ocean's Jurassic slash Cretaceous featuring the lead singer of Catatonia. Okay. Um, I've never heard of either. I've never listened to either of those bands. You've never listened to the Ocean Collective? Nope. Ah, I mean, I guess that doesn't surprise me. They're both prog metal bands. Mm. I do like the title. The the Uh, Jurassic Cretaceous. Yeah, well, so uh, that is uh, 
the ocean's shtick, if you will. Mm. Uh, they do a lot of things involving like environmental stuff and uh, environmental history. Mm. And so their last uh, two albums have actually been about different prehistoric eras and everything. And uh, what's even cooler is with this one, uh, this special edition, which I didn't buy. Um, it was either this one or the last one. They gave you a bag of fossils. All right. Like, I mean, like, obviously they're going to be common fossils, like cryons and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it's good. But what the reason I really like it is that the drumming on their records is just fantastic. Their drummer is great. He has a very interesting style um, and the drums are just constantly well mixed in there. It's when Catatonia's uh, vocals come in. He has a very unique voice. I actually think you would like at least the vocals of Catatonia a lot. Okay. Uh, he has a very unique voice that I haven't heard anyone else like him sing like that. It's not that he has like a an amazing range, though his range is good or anything. It's just his actual timbre, what his voice sounds like. Uh, he's also like best buds with Michael from Opeth. They were kind of like in bands in conjuncture with each other. I actually think, if I remember correctly, Michael was on their first album uh, okay. doing all the growls and stuff, which they don't do growl anymore. They only do cleans. Coincidentally, so does Michael. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but but uh, Catatonia did it first. But I wonder if uh, I wonder if I wonder if they're able to still do it. Unlike uh, it, shut shut up. He still does it live, and it's okay. You know, <laughs> are you stop. talking about the are you talking about the quality? It's just okay. shut up shut up shut up opeth is perfect nothing's wrong (laughs) shut up (laughs) you only recently started liking them yeah but i i can listen to new footage of like recent live footage not recent uh, but like no no red rocks was great red rocks perfect all of it sounded great i was there i would know Mm, is that uh as though uh, uh rose tinted glass uh well not i guess rose tinted glasses uh, they're crimson tinted at this point uh and don't worry about it to be fair he actually did have some really good growls uh at that show on certain songs um, <laughs> the, the amount of caveats yeah so uh i just that song which by the way is a 12 minute long song is of just course. fantastic entry into the eradication of the Jurassic period. Interesting. Have they ever written a song about Jurassic park? Uh, no, because they actually write things about real stuff. Are you telling me that Jurassic park isn't real? I am telling you Jurassic park is not real. Oh man. But Watch their next did. album is going to be called Alan Grant. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. They, so they don't also only do like, historical periods like uh they have an entire album that's just based on the like different layers of the ocean and so like each song is like a name for one of the different layers um interesting how and it's weird because obviously they're not writing entire songs about like well this layer is really bright and which nice is what i was imagining everything. so what's the album um, about water it's about water <laughs> 
Um, but I think I think the different layers kind of like are setting the tone. So as you get further down and down and down, and the pressure is increasing, and it gets darker, so mm-hmm. does the tone of the album. Oh, all right, fair enough. Theming. Yes. So the ocean, Jurassic, Crustaceous, Cretaceous. My bad. Um, Crustaceans. Yes. Oh no, it's actually a sluggage album. Oh no, no. Sluggage mixes with uh, Ocean Collective. I'd listen to it. Uh, oh my god, I'm fucking die. That would number, be amazing. My number four. It's kind of a basic pick, but the song slaps, so I don't care. It's uh, Lamb of God's Memento Mori. Wow. Wow. Way to be a generic fan. Look, listen. You you go listen to that song and tell me that it doesn't slap. The- it's like you... I love how you're talking to me like this. Like I didn't go and listen to it, hoping that Lamb of God wasn't going to release another Lamb of God record. <laughs> wait, what? Oh, it's like, it's like mm, wait, could you, do you want me to elaborate? Yeah, please elaborate. I, I thought um, I got it, but then I've realized I didn't. Um, so as much as I really like Lamb of God and Lamb of God is a very important uh, band in my metal sphere, they, they definitely found their sound and they have definitely not experimented beyond it. Oh yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And I I was hoping that that maybe there would be something new, especially Mm. with Chris Adler being gone as much as I hate that. Yeah. Uh, And that was not the case. Yep. I think, yeah, that's what you meant. My bad. But like, I haven't actually like listened to the record. However, the singles that dropped, like I really do enjoy the song Memento Mori. I think it's very heavy. I love the brooding intro and then the chorus, the the hook when it drops into the Memento Mori. I think is just mm, I love it. A lot. It's a great I song. It, was a it is. I, I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Well, even if the rest of the album is kind of like, well, whatever, Lamb, Lamb of God, ooh, that track is uh, prob- definitely one of my favorites of the year. Memento Mori was a solid song. I mean, so, like, would you say that their material is getting, like, more boring as it goes? Like, what was your opinion on the last release prior to this recent one? It was good, but pretty much everything since Sacrament has just slowly kind of started sounding the same-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I like, um, God, what is the album? It, it's like Redemption or Revelation or something like that. It was the one that came out right after he came out of prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were touring for. Um, and then you had the album prior to that. And then this one. They all just kind of sound the same. I like them. I don't hate them by any means. It's just like, yep, another Lamb of God of the record. Let's go. Right. Anyway. Onwards, number three. Uh, huh, huh, huh. Guess what? We had a Samesies and Hagen's Invasion. Oh, nice. Okay. You ranked it a little bit higher than I did, but it's a good song. So It is a great song. We don't have, we don't have to go deep into that one then. Uh, my number three, admittedly, I've only heard it because it was a Nail the Mix song. Um, that I got to uh, work on and mix, but the song is very, wait, very wait, good. Wait, is it the Leprous one? No. Damn. That was also live, and it was for an old album. No, this is a, uh, it's a newer band. It's very heavy. I love it quite a bit. It's called Holy Roller by Spirit Box. Oh. It is a, it's a very, very good song. It's just like 
immediate vibes when it drops that I just want to like mosh and headbang. It's very catchy. It has a lot of really good hooks in it. Um, I don't know if you would like it. It's uh, more. I think they're more along the lines of metal. Is it metalcore? It's not like your typical metalcore, though. Hold on. I got to see what they're classified as. Spirit Box Band. It has the original vocalist from I Wrestled a Bear once, I think. Oh, wow. Or one one of the vocalists, but she's very good. If it is the original person that I'm thinking of, I don't know why they weren't better. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they've just gotten better over the years. Yeah, they're just labeled as a uh, metal band from Canada. They're very good. I like that song. I really want to dive more into their material. I just not had. I've just not had the chance yet. My number one and two are kind of tied, but we'll just say I'll just say one and then the next one later. But we'll just say these are both kind of in the same spot. Okay. Uh, Allegiance Concerto in D Minor, uh, a uh, recomposition yeah, we- of a Bach piece. Yep, we talked about that last week or last it episode. Is- yeah, uh, it, it's it's really good. Uh, if you want to show all the old folks how uh, how uh, metal is really just Beethoven with electricity, there you go. Um, I actually listened to the Bach Concerto because I wasn't familiar with it, uh, despite the fact that I really like Bach. Um, and uh, yeah, 100% sounds the same. <laughs> Like, right. He, he did it a hundred percent note for note. The only difference is, is instead of piano, it's two guitars. Right. Yeah. So it's perfect. It's super dynamic. It's super pretty. I absolutely love it. Cool. Nice. My number two is a surprising one. Some people were very mad at this release, at least in the comments of the initial single YouTube video, because it's very different for this band. Um, my number two is a moral by napalm death. I thought the song was very, very good. I loved the punk vibe to it. I think it's very catchy. My only complaint about the song is I'm not really into how it ends. Um, it just kind of like peters out instead of having like a really, uh, hitting ending, but it is definitely one of my most listened to songs of the year. Uh, a moral by napalm death. Very, very catchy. I recommend it highly. Hmm. Was that the one that you had me listen to as well? Yes, it was the Yeah, I just found it very, very uh, interesting to listen to. It's very different for Napalm Death, and I thought they pulled off the sound very well. All right. So that was my number two. Na- uh, Amoral by Napalm Death. I started listening to that record, by the way. It's very good. Well, wonderful. You sound so, so amused. No, no, that, that's cool. Sorry, I got distracted for a sec. My other one that I liked, um, this one I also kind of talked about last week or last episode. It's brand new band to me. I had never heard of them before. And I guess no one was ever going to tell me about this band or tell me how amazing so far this album is. I haven't listened to all of it. Um, I'm hoping that my aunt gets it for me for Christmas. If she doesn't, I'm going to buy it immediately. Mm -hmm. It is heavily dynamic, heavily beautiful, super atmospheric, very melancholic in the atmospheric sense. But then it's like just the riffage is crushing. Right. And the vocals are deep and guttural and it's, oh, it's so good. And it's like everything I super love 
and just a good death metal song. Okay. And it is called Dissolved Orders by Ulcerate. Yes, you did bring that up last week. And it's, I just, I've like replayed just that song, literally just for the intro, uh, which is like two minutes. But the buildup in that intro is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I've like almost replayed it every day. Yeah. It's just okay. so good. So yeah, that's that. Those are mine. Awesome. My number one is kind of out of left field in terms of all the genres we've been listing and different things ooh, of that sort. Ooh, I bet it's an Aesop rock one. It is an Aesop rock one. It was actually uh, released in January, I believe. So it was uh, very early on. This was actually my top listened to song of the year on Spotify. I think I listened to it like, I think they said like 50 odd times or something. Um, I don't remember. I'd have to go look at the stupid like year in reviews. It was a rogue wave by Aesop rock Uh, was not off of the new record. He dropped, although I did really enjoy the gates as a opening single for that record. This was just kind of his one off. He kind of puts a, he kind of does a one off song every year or so one of my favorites of his hot dogs as a one-off but this uh it's it's a it's a great song there's not really much i can say outside of like if you have any tolerance for rap and you've never heard aesop rock you should go listen to him and it is really good he he is excellent um one of my favorite artists in general but definitely when it comes to hip-hop uh not just because I don't really listen to a ton of rap. My sister was going off the other day because I guess Eminem dropped an album out of nowhere, which is just kind of how he does it now, I guess. <laughs> but I'm seen... wrong with that. Yeah. But like, I've seen some of the lyrics and it's not his top quality stuff. It's kind of cringy. Like his whole demographic now, or his whole like style. And it's been like this for a while is kind of just, it's cool that you can do play on words. M. it is like, and puns, but that's, you can't fill an album with puns. <laughs> mm. Um, I listened to most of his record before this one. Uh, that was music to be murdered by. And I think this one was called music to be buried to, or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, and some of the lyrics, uh, basically just from one song, uh, were dumb. Uh, <laughs> one, I believe one was actually, I, I remember the song. Let me, let me pull it up. M and M music to, oh, is this a, uh, ooh, 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 ooh. I actually think this wasn't really an album. It's a B sides to oh, the last okay. record, which, which makes sense for the title. Oh, it's not even, it's not called music to be buried to. It's music to be murdered by side B. Oh, that's music to be buried to would have been a cooler title. It definitely would have been. Um, And I guess music to be murdered by was released this year too. What? I thought that was released last year. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Eminem. What are you doing? Is this, is this, this year has just been too long, dude. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It was released in 2020. All right. I'm definitely not putting any of the songs on there for my top thing. Uh, my brother was going off about their, the song on there called Godzilla and like, cool. You like the song where he raps super fast. Anyway, the uh, song I'm thinking of, it was called tone deaf. Oh, um, I think I know it. 
I, I'm, I'm looking through. I'm looking through. Uh, man, Eminem has a lot of lyrics. Uh, here, you heard of Chris Christofferson? Yeah. Well, I am piss pissed offerson. Nice. That's one. I can make orange rhyme with banana. Yeah. Orana. Oranana. Okay. Oh, he name drops Fortnite. All right. I just don't really understand Eminem anymore, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's. On on Genius.com, the first comment, man mentioned Fortnite, LMFAO. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, but M, you missed you missed your chance to call the album music to be buried to. I'll say that would have been a way better album title. That was that. Were you talking about something before I mentioned Eminem? Oh, we were talking about Aesop. Mm. Yeah, of course. So yeah, Aesop rocks uh, Rogue Wave. I highly recommend it. It's my top song of the year. I really need to listen to his new record. I just haven't had a chance yet. I haven't touched it. Yeah. Other than the singles that dropped, I haven't. Um, I will eventually. Now that I can drive a little, I might just, next time I go driving somewhere, I'll probably put it on. Yeah, that was our top five uh, singles of the year. Thought that was just going to be a fun little thing to do. I think it's time we uh, hop right over to our albums of the week. What say you? Or we keep saying week. It's like my brain wants this to be weekly, even though I really don't. <laughs> God, please no! I could not. At least not for a long time, unless this starts making money or something. But mm-mm. not weekly. I don't Can't even do know right unless on, unless it unless it starts paying my bills. I don't even know if I could do it when it starts making money. Wh- anyway, which is a big F. <laughs> We're just messing around. We don't we don't care if this makes money. It's fun. I'll sell so, out. I'll sell out. I'll se- hey, uh, <laughs> Raid Shadow Legends. Why don't you I'll hit se- us up with that uh, Raycons? <laughs> Jeez. Curiosity stream? Question mark? Yeah, but curi- Any- is a curiosity stream like nice though? Yes, they are. And the uh, actually really good service. Same as <laughs> Skillshare. Um, yeah, yeah. Skillshare. And uh, what about Honey? Honey saves you money. Oh, honey does save you money. I will also sell out for honey. Um, speaking of selling out, any VPNs out there? <laughs> I had to any. cancel my Virtual Shield membership. Express VPN, please. Nord, how you doing, dude? I uh, I'm on an AVGN uh group on Facebook. And people get so mad about the dumbest things. But there was a meme. Do you remember? There's an old video of a man getting arrested in China or something like that. And he's very, very posh. And he's like semi-resisting getting to the car. And he's like, why am I being arrested for enjoying a, ch- a, a meal? A succulent Chinese meal or something like that. It's like a really I do kind of remember video. that. Yeah. Um, somebody made a meme about that with AVGN or James Rolfe out of character saying, I am being arrested for what? Prov- <laughs> Talking of a very ni- nice VPN, the Express <laughs> VPN. <laughs> like, um. Uh, also, uh, one service that I actually use, if you want to sponsor us, uh, LastPass. Uh, throw oh, a bone my is. way. LastPass is... Hey, uh, I would uh, talk about LastPass, but they're not, they're not paying us, so uh, I don't, All right, I don't well, know. I'll look them up later. Anyway, no, we no, have... No, I so- got... Uh, 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 no, mm, mm, I'm mm. going to do this. It's two seconds. LastPass, all it is, is a uh, password vault. Uh, oh. It's like super secure. 
Um, but it also like auto generates complex passwords. So all I've been doing is, and you can like combine it with your phone and your computers. So all your websites will have the info, Mm -hmm. um, and all your devices. And then you just have to use like a master password, but it's really nice. It's made my life easier and everything just cause I don't like, I know I'm like promoting it, but. Yeah, I, I do enjoy it. Hey, last um, pass. Give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, it, it just makes it easier because I have like 50 billion different variants of passwords. And of course, none of the sites tell you exactly the qualifications that you need after you've made the password. So I'm like, is this one the one that has special characters in it or no? Right. So having having that just makes it easier. Now that we're done shilling LastPass for free, let me tell you why I use Focus right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have some You as well. What's that? <laughs> you as well, so do I. Focus right provides really good interfaces. Give me money. <laughs> now, we have some <laughs> albums to talk about. Um Mitchell uh hopped back on the progressive train for another well we hopped back on we were done taking a we're done taking that detour in the little cafe in russia now we're in melbourne victoria that's australia i am i assume ain't it yes yes Yes. cool so this is an australian and i'm going off of metallum of course an australian extreme progressive metal band and apparently it is pronounced ne obliviscaris yep Cool. I, I will probably end up saying Nea Oblivis. Oh, no. I was, I've been pronouncing it right. Nea Oblivis. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, um, give me an album called Citadel. Now, I, I want to. While I might have hopped on the progressive train, we took the detour to Violin Town. So I stayed with the violin trip. Mm, you're doubling up on the. On the uh, 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 uh. All right, joke aborted. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we hopped back on, but he was kind of keeping it in line with the Dominia having violin. And this album sure does have violin. Oh, boy, has a ton of it. Um, This is an album called Citadel. It runs about 48 minutes and 11 seconds. It is six tracks with... uh, Three of them, I believe, being... Yeah, three of them being instrumental. Yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Woo! Lots and lots of interesting, like, little tidbits throughout the music that was kind of hard for me to, like, pick out here and there. All I know is I didn't dislike any of it. Um, Wormholes was very interesting. The The violin in the opening track has a... it was It's when it first comes in, I think. It is very, very uh, harsh and piercing, which I yep. think was intentional. Um, oh, yeah but it was very cool as well. And almost all the songs like flow into one another, which is a plus for me, of course Um, you have the instrumental wormholes going into the 16 minute long, uh, well, 16 (laughs) and a half minute long uh, song uh, painters of the tempest part two, obviously wormholes is part one. And this is called triptych Lux triptych Lux, something like that. Yes. Okay. You can do this. I yeah, I think I did it just fine. And this song, uh, looking through, is about like art and war. Um, it has three different movements in this one section. My one thing that I would 
kind of rather do. I would have rathered them like instead of having this incredibly long track, it would have been nice to have it like split up and have everything just be melded together while my, still my having, having separate tracks. Because that is not how they do. That no, it clearly isn't how they do. Um, it is. It, it, and I'm not saying that like this whole 16 minute track sounds exactly the same throughout. Far from it. Um, oh, each God, of the movements no. are very, very uh, um, separated. You can tell. Uh, it's just, let's say, I want to hear something in movement two or movement three. Like you kind of have to search for it if you're not really into wanting to listen to a full 16 minute song. Luckily I've listened to the song three or four times without ever wanting to skip it. So there yeah. you go. Um, um I, I do want to just say one fun thing. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Alluding to your whole, Oh my God, this one song is like five songs. I've seen them once, uh, live. Uh, they actually, uh, played with the Legion. Um, mm -hmm great show and so tim charles is the violinist and clean vocalist right and he's on stage and he's talking and everything he's like well guys we're sorry to say but this will be our last two song uh two songs and everyone's like no boo how dare you and he's like oh don't worry they, they make up like 30 minutes <laughs> and everyone <laughs> starts cheering <laughs> jeez yeah, I uh, I can imagine so. Two of the songs on like one is 16 and a half minutes and the other is 12 and a half. So lots of material on this record and it's very good. The instrumentals are also very excellent as well. Uh, once they pop in, uh, uh, um, kind of gives you a nice uh, refresher in between everything. I really liked the vocalist, uh, the harsh vocalist specifically in this band as well. He has a very, very, I would say unique-ish style of a vo of voice and timbre when we were talking about his uh, growls. They're very interesting. I, they're very harsh, but also clear kind of at the same time uh i you was can, you can understand everything you can saying, understand him yes i was kind of the first time i was really trying to pinpoint it for some reason i thought like if gallagher from fetus was like had a higher pitch to his growls and like cleaned him up a little bit uh, because there are good. times he is good you just don't like the style of vocal that he's doing <laughs> like he does those well it, they're hard to do. You can't say he's a bad vocalist. Um, what I'm saying is that he has a very... Uh, there are times in this album where the vocalist kind of like almost barks out his lyrics, but it's still concise and in that um, not... Uh, what's it called? Not guttural range. I liked it a lot is what I'm basically trying to say. If you want, he's in a couple of other bands as well that Ooh, you might want to check he? out. Interesting. Let me go look at the members. It is Zenoyer. Yeah, Zinoyer. it's the one. It's the one with the weird name. Omega Infinity and Antigva. Antigva. Antifa. Anyway, um, yes. Antifa. I, there are liberals in my music. Zenoyer. Zenor. Zenor is the head of Antifa. <laughs> We can't find him because nobody can pronounce his name. But uh, <laughs> yes, I really, I you know, just to kind of put it, you know, in a bow. I really did enjoy Citadel. Uh, trying to think, I didn't really think about a, a, a rating for this record, to be honest. Um, 
I liked it a lot. I know I liked it a little bit more than Dominia. So I think naturally I'm probably going to give it about, I'd probably say an eight. I thought Citadel was very, very good. Uh, Very pleasant to listen to. You need to, for me, sometimes it's hard for me to listen to like really, really long songs. Um, And I know that 16 (laughs) minutes isn't like super long, but like, no, you know, to be fair, like 16 minutes is pretty long. Like I'm not going to use, you know, mirror reaper as a fucking comparison. That's not fair. Um, But like, I would say like a normal prog songs, like 10 to like 13 minutes long. After that, you start getting like, okay. Okay. Yeah. My thing is I'm not super, like I have enjoyed a lot of the prog you have shown me. I am not, typically a prog guy so sometimes it's a bit hard for me to uh really get into something but if i'm in the right mood or if i have to listen to something because of the show um (laughs) it's nice when (laughs) it's nice when i can listen to a 16 and a half minute song and not feel the need to like skip it or say that oh man i'm getting kind of bored so if you're able to like listen to 16 and a half minute songs just fine you know highly recommend uh if you're feeling like just zoning out and having background music really good i could see this being a really good background music type thing while you're playing side well no not cyberpunk but uh monster train or something where you don't really have to focus on the sound of the game it's really good i'll give it about an eight out of ten i'll accept that yeah, and like I said, I've heard this band before, just nothing in particular because the guitar player for my old band used to listen to them a lot. So I couldn't, I can't tell if I've heard these songs or not before, but they are very good. And I do really like the violin in it as well. I, I, I think the, the songwriting was absolutely excellent. Um, and Tim, that's, uh, so Tim, yeah. Tim Charles is a one, a fantastic vocalist, but a superb violinist are you are you about to tell me i'm not saying i'm not saying i didn't like his cleans but i found them to be kind of odd i'm not sure why um i still liked them don't get me wrong he's a good singer but i think i'm not sure if it was his delivery or just the timbre we're saying the word timbre timbre a lot in this episode um of his voice but they kind of reminded me of when i said vocals can get a little bit hammy in um no, not native construct. More along the lines of the vo- the clean vocals in Codex Omega. I think they're kind of closer to like uh, the Church Under the Sea. I think is the the song that I'm thinking of. Um, but at the same time, it's definitely on purpose. Yeah, it's it's stylized, and he's meant to do it. I'm just like it's a little weird. Still like him, just a little weird. But yeah, he's an also an excellent violinist. So I'm not taking anything away from him. I actually have, um, I've shown him off to a couple of people and, uh, like my violin repair guy, who's an amazing violinist, mm-hmm. um, as well as some of my violin instructors. Cause they're like metal, though they're pretty more open-minded. I'm, I'm actually being pretty rough. They're actually really open-minded about that stuff. Um, and they like watched him play and they're like, holy crap, this guy is amazing. Like I remember the repair guy listened to ten minutes or ten seconds of it and he was like just watching me, he's like, This guy is just fucking perfect. It's great. Mm. He's like, I'm going to listen to more and he like listened to a full twelve minute song. <laughs> yeah, um, they're very good. I'm glad you gave me them. 
Yeah. Um, also, uh, I want to talk about a very specific riff in there. Um, so uh, I'm going in uh, Devour Me Colossus mm-hmm. uh, at about 340. That like kind of breakdownish riff is amazing. It's like 345. The right, but it it goes up until like maybe 420. Blaze it. Yeah, it ends about 450. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. I I I really did like the riffage in this record, especially when like it, it 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 focused really on the riffs itself. Like, there's some tasty licks in this record. Yeah. Sure. I also uh, all I, the I, instrumentalists I, in general are just great. The one specific part I know that I really liked, I forget what track it is. Unfortunately, I didn't write it down. Um, it's a break with the toms playing. It's just like, uh, aha, yeah, it's Pyrrhic. Um, at about six, yeah, the dun 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 dun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, and there's like a little bit of delay on the toms. First of all, I'm a sucker yeah. for toms. Very good. I like that part a lot. So, yeah, yeah just, an eight out of ten for Citadel. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, so good. It was very good. I'm glad you gave me them. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed them as much as I was hoping you would. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I'm not sure like how quickly I'm going to del- dive into their other stuff, just because when I listen to music, it's basically just whatever is the next thing for the episodes at this point because i have issues just sitting down and listening to music for some reason lately i usually just listen to it at work but now that i can drive around a little bit that might help out so it is kind of yeah. cool they have nea bliviscaris masks has a cool little circle on it <laughs> oh i've never seen that before i'm seeing it uh, it's their uh, nea bliviscaris logo mask uh, huh. Spotify has a merch section for some bands. It's kind of interesting. So interesting. Yeah, I might check that out. Mm. Anyway, Mitchell. Oh, you mean when you say mask, you mean like the pandemic mask? Yes. Not like yes, a... face mask. Okay. Yes. My, my bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was thinking like Alex Terrible, and was like, wow, they that that's different. We have yeah, we're talking about a lot of masks in this episode. Every band has to masks. have a mask now. Let's talk about some Slipknot. <laughs> so Mitchell we're bring in the mushroom head slipknot controversy. Uh jeez. I never really listened to Mushroom Head. The the one or two songs I have, have not been into it. I actually liked them when I was in high school, and I don't know why. They're different. They're interesting. Mm-hmm. One of the guys' vocals was kind of cool. But they're yeah, they're weird. Yeah, they're I just weird. I'm not sure. I've uh, between the two bands, I was much more into Slipknot than I ever was Mushroom Head. But I think to be fair, I think like Slipknot is more like straightforward new mm-hmm. metal, while um, Mushroom Head was way more into like the industrial side of it. Yeah, they and, weren't like experimental. They weren't similar in terms of music. Now I. Honestly, I barely call Slipknot new metal. I think their first, like the self-titled, definitely was. Um, but like Iowa, I don't think Iowa's new metal in the slightest. Um, I don't know how much you've listened to that record, but it is. There's not really any rap or anything in it. It's just a very, very brutal album. Um, so much so that I honestly can't listen to it very much. It's very. 
it's too angry and not in in a in a way that i get pumped for it it's just i don't know it's cringe anger i think like um one of the lyrics being i want to slit your throat and f the wound i'm like i'm good i'm good Corey. i don't need that <laughs> that being said uh skin tickets a great song though mitchell all right what did you listen to this week yeah. or this episode get- episode not week episode <laughs> <laughs> you gave me one of them thrashy boys yeah and i definitely wasn't planning on doing that so it was kind of an out of nowhere pick yeah um man i'm not big into thrash metal i think that's pretty obvious mm-hmm. um i like metallica all right of course Megadeth is okay sometimes yeah yeah you gotta, then, i gotta be the, in and a then to listen to Megadeth. And then there are the then there's the the very memey song um sweating bullets. <laughs> Hello me, meet the real me. I like that song. Yeah, that like one. I unironically like that song. <laughs> um I don't like Slayer. Uh yeah. wow. What a surprise. The prog boy don't like Slayer. There are a um, couple songs that I like, but I don't get the worship. I don't get it. Um, I don't think they're a bad band. I just think it's a much more stylized towards the punk crowd and hmm. I, well, like with the vocal style and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't like that style of vocals. That's like my main complaint, really. Fair um, enough. Uh, so that's three of the big four. But yes, and I, didn't, and, I didn't give you one from any of those bands, did I? No, you gave me the one big four that no one ever really talks about. <laughs> Which is uh, Anthrax. Um, kind of the odd one out it, it, when it comes to the big four, really. And not only did you give me Anthrax, you gave me not like a classic album or anything like that. No, you, you gave me their brand new spanking album Well, from 2019. No, this wasn't 2019, brother. This is 2016. What? Uh-oh. For- did I listen to the wrong album? Oh, no. It was Wait, for, for All Kings, right? Yeah, For All Kings. It dropped in 2016. You sure? I'm looking at it on Metallum right now. Oh, that's the one they toured for, right? Oh, okay. Um, um, sort of. I, I actually I researched that when you told me you had seen them live. They did not play any songs from this record. Oh, did they not? Okay. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm saying 2019 is this I this uh, YouTube compilation oh, okay. uh, was lo- uploaded. And it's by the official Anthrax. Okay, fair uh, enough. Page. A lot of bands have been doing that. So, yeah, yeah it was have. released in um, 2016. Gotcha. So they've released it on YouTube in 2019. I gotta say, not bad. Not, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not, not bad at all. Um, it is definitely, again, I'm not big on thrash. Um, if I do thrash, I like it more like skeleton witchy thrash. Okay. Where it's like death thrash or yeah. blackened thrash stuff like that this is progressive thrash kind of like melodic thrash in my opinion yeah i could see that but um it's good the singer is great guitar work and bass work and drums are great Mm -hmm. is it something i would go out of my way to listen to nah but it's not something i would like turn off Mm -hmm. if it came up i probably won't add it to like my collection of records i love how i said records when i mean cds (laughs) it is definitely something that like i turned it on i was like Okay, all right, this ain't bad. There was like some songs I enjoyed in there. Um, I wish I could remember what they were. Uh, I thought there, 
I think Blood Eagle Wings was mm-hmm. I was like this is kind of cheesy. I if I remember that correctly. I don't remember the song particularly, but I do remember enjoying that one a lot. My my favorite, honestly, I love the title track. The four, yeah, four old kings was great. Kings, yeah, it's very very good. I remember really enjoying the in, the the first song. You gotta believe when I first heard it. Um, on my second listen, it was a little. I was kind of. Uh, I liked the chorus, the but everything else was kind of like whatever. And I think the intro is very played out. <laughs> it's it's a minute and a half long. I think at thirty seconds probably would have did it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. Uh, the vocals honestly remind me a little bit of power metal. Mm, yeah, I think uh, who was the vocalist in this one? They've had a couple of different vocalists. Yeah, Joey Belladonna. I think he was the original vocalist and he came back, but they've had a they've had a few different ones. People are very iffy about him, but I like him. I like him a lot. I didn't mind him. Um, and when I saw him live, I thought they were good. They didn't like wow me but i mean they were going against slam of god and deaf heaven so yeah <laughs> yeah which were two <laughs> which were two bands that i really liked yeah um, fair enough if you're if they're just kind of like the the c show like i can understand maybe being well what what weirds me out there have been a couple of concerts where like and i don't mind that like um so like uh i went and saw my first concert was Mayhem 2011, mm. um, and the headliner was Disturbed, and that okay. was great because Disturbed was my favorite band at the time. Ah, Godsmack was the one behind them, <laughs> and the one behind Godsmack was Megadeth. Interesting. And then Machine Head was before Megadeth. Hmm. And like, you know, I'm not complaining because I'm not a Megadeth fan, even though I've seen Megadeth twice now. Um, I heard they put not on, on good purpose. Show. It was it's pretty good. Uh, the the mayhem show was really good. When I saw him at Vakin, I wasn't really paying attention, uh, but it was good from what I remember. Mm. I was also incredibly drunk, so who knows? I don't like drinking at shows, but it's Vakin. It's kind of a whole different experience, especially I, when a whole I bunch really of really want to go. I really want to go. It's to it's great. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. It hurts. It hurts a lot. <laughs> uh because all of the walking especially because it rains mm. and it gets really muddy so now you're having to rip your feet out of like this sticky mud every step for like miles and miles mm. i was like dead after the fifth day yeah. still worth going in my opinion i'll never be able to so <sighs> it's all good yeah. and how much did it cost like overall Th- uh, like just the ticket alone, 300 bucks. Yikes. No, that's cheap for a festival. You can mean that's for five days. Okay. Five days. Yeah. That's, that's actually pretty solid then. Yeah. And then of course you had to pay for food and, uh, the campsite was free. Um, oh. so like camping there's free. If you wanted to get like a hotel in the village, obviously that's a different price. Right. And um, then of course flying there. <laughs> Yeah, well, for me, that was actually free. Uh, thank you, you, U.S. military. I mean, theoretically, if you're still working at FedEx, you can do that for cheap now, too. They don't. I I thought they got rid of jump seats. Um, yeah, but you get discounted flight tickets. Oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe. Other than that, like, it, it's a solid record. Uh, I didn't listen to it a lot, but the times I did listen to it, I was like, yeah, this is good, like, working in the garage music doing chores 
in the background. Yeah, I could pay attention to it, but it didn't like have me like swooning or anything. Mm. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um obviously since i i was like i need it's like i need something to give him uh i remember that record being good so i re-listened to it really really quick to like i was like all right Amazing. cool we'll give it to him <laughs> did you listen to their cover of uh carry on my wayward son yes i did uh i don't like it as much as the original but well, it is a good of, song of course yeah i mean covers are i i rarely think covers are quote better than the original um i think it can Fair. be done um, I, I like Disturbed's version of Sound of Silence more than the original, uh, for example. I, I would like Sound of Silence with the original vocals on top of the instrumentation of Disturbs. I think that would sound really cool. I think that would sound really cool. I just love the production of that, uh, that version. I'm also... Uh, I know that we tend to hate Fantano, um, and I kind mm. of agree in this part. That song made his mm. worst of the year list when that, you know, that year. he wasn't the only one that said that. And I thought people were being a little Harsh. dramatic. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like it's over compressed. It's I'm, I'm like, is that really the only I, I think that's the only reason he gave like that doesn't make it bad. It just makes it compressed. <laughs> I don't know. I like that version a lot. I'm trying to think of uh, other covers. But I can't um, really off the top Allegion. of my head. Allegion did a really amazing, not Baroque cover um, of uh, uh, Rush's, uh, oh God, what is that song? Um, Roundabout. Oh, they did Roundabout. I forgot about that. Don't uh, even know that song. But uh, you do. You you honestly 100% do. All right. Hold on. Roundabout. That's, uh, no, that's a song by Yes. I know. That wasn't the one I was thinking of, but I forgot they did this. You know the song, though. Oh, I'm listening to it. Okay. Yep. 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 Baseline. Yep. I got you. Yep. Yep. Um, it's, it's the meme song. But uh, what I was thinking of, because you did bring up Rush, Alice in Chains did a cover of their song Tears, I believe, a couple of years ago. Ah, and it was very, but very Allegiance- good. Uh, Legion's cover of uh, Subdivisions by Rush is amazing, mm. and I kind of like it more than the original Rush song. Okay. All right. And uh, Riley does clean vocals the entire time. It's no it's no growls. Hmm. That's different for, like, metal bands doing covers. Yeah. Um. And Riley, this was, like, the song that made me go, oh, my God, Riley's an amazing singer. Why is this motherfucker not... <laughs> do more cleans well, if they do, clean, uh, if they do cleans they they sell out you know it instantly becomes a oh yeah of song. course it instantly becomes another opeth i remember some news uh there was that uh christmas cover that uh yeah! riley from and the rest of a legion did with travis and uh the lead singer of black dahlia which i can't remember his name trevor Trevor. yeah i haven't listened to the whole thing i listened to the uh the the post you sent me and I, I didn't even know what it was because like I, I looked at it. I was driving at the time, and then I, I finally turned it on. I was like, "Oh, hey, that's Travis. What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> so, what I heard, um, it was kind of yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it was a corny little Christmas song cover, but it was, it was good. Also, I, I think Riley, the lead singer of uh, a Legion, works at Metal Blade. Uh, would not surprise me. Um, because he seems to run a lot of their podcasts. 
Hmm. Uh, I'm actually looking him up right now. Oh, we're talking about cover. We're talking about cover songs, dude. Why am I not like Metallica? Like all of their covers are great. <laughs> <laughs> Except like, that one that you really didn't like. The Alice in Chains one, I think it was. No, I liked their version of Alice in Chains. I didn't like Corns. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like Corns all that much. But like Garage Inc. is like unironically a good album <laughs> and it's just covers but uh what i actually really liked did you ever listen to their uh you do you recall that um ronnie james dio tribute record that came out a few years ago no oh yes yes kind of it had uh it had songs by anthrax a very good cover of neon nights by the way i i suggest checking that out um it's the same guy singing in this record i gave you Corey taylor did rainbow in the dark with scotty Ian, i think and uh but metallica did a medley of a few rainbow songs it's called the ronnie rising medley and it is actually one of my favorite songs it's so good just metallica kill it with their covers most of the time most so, of the time i'm really over their cover of like turn the page and tuesday's gone but you know which is unfortunate because Turn the Page is a good cover. It is, it is a good cover. It's just a little overplayed. But then again, I also really like, uh, oh no, what's it called? Now I got to go look up Garage Inc. The bam, 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 What's that called? Whiskey in the Jar. I really like that one. I didn't realize. All right. I didn't realize Garage Inc. was 27 songs long. <laughs> yeah, it is. And of course, their cover of Am I Evil is absolutely classic yeah i mean what so what would you uh give as a final rating to uh for all kings if you have one uh i would i mean for me personally it's like a six or a seven but i think it deserves like a higher rank just for what it is in general mm -hmm. i just don't think i'm the person to give it yeah i mean i can accept a seven you know i think six is a little low but it's one of those it's one of those like by uh, no means that i hate it it yeah. was just a yeah this is this is this yeah, I mean, cool, I'm cool. I'm glad I'm glad you didn't hate it. It was a I was kind of pulling a risk. <laughs> I was like, big four, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. I don't really have all that much else to talk about, to be honest. So, near do I. We kind of we kind of got a lot of our uh, our shtick off in the uh, first first half. So I'm completely fine with that. Well, um, all right, guys, uh, quick announcement. We have decided that we're going to take a dark week. Uh, this is episode nine. Uh, so this is going to be coming out on the 28th. If we were to do things normally, episode 10 would be out on the 8th. Uh, no, 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 no. I went to February. My bad. The um, 11th of January. But I think because we are giving each other a lot of material to work with and to listen to and to like sort out, um, at least on my end, I'm having Mitch sort things, uh, more, uh, <laughs> more info on that later. We're going to take, uh, a break on the 11th and we're going to come back on the 25th. So we just have, uh, we're just kind of taking a little bit of time off for the holidays and the start of the new year. By no means are we slowing down or wanting to like quit or anything. I'm having a lot of fun and, uh, I, I, I do. I enjoy doing this podcast with you, Mitch. It's very fun. I'm glad that we haven't like there's some podcasts that never get past episode five. So <laughs> the fact that we can still do this is super cool. So, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much what we did at work. Just now we do it for entertainment purposes. Qu question mark. Hopefully people yeah. are entertained by this. 
Um, <laughs> so but, yeah, it's super I mean, fun. We're just gonna we're gonna take a little bit of time off, uh, just so we can you know recharge a little bit, and then we'll be. Oh my god, please. Yeah, and then we'll be back at the start of uh, or at the basically the start of next year, February. Oh, well, like a week before February. So you guys know what I mean. And uh, we're gonna keep reviewing records for you guys and arguing with each other, as always. So that being said, let us discuss what we are going to be doing for episode ten, Mitchell. I I know that you're. I believe you were giving me a triple album. I and might be. You might be. Oh, did it change? Um, and if I had to guess, I believe you mentioned once that uh, this particular band had a triple album known as a Swallow the Sun. It might be that. Might be that. Are you wanting me to might go first? <laughs> yes, I would like you to stop spoiling things, even though I have constantly spoiled mine. Yeah, you have spoiled yours a couple of times. So, um, Mitchell. Yes. Remember last week when I... Uh, no. Well, first of all, not last week, last episode. Um, <laughs> I can't, I hate it. Keep in mind, we record like the week after an episode goes out. So technically it is last week as we're recording. But um, remember when I when I joked about like, oh man, I never thought I'd be giving you a big four album um, until oh. episode 10. So <laughs> it's kind of interesting how it worked out because I was planning on giving you two albums and two episodes that kind of linked together and inadvertently I kind of did it again but you can't get mad at me because I've been planning this since like episode three I am giving you two Metallica albums okay I am giving you both Load and Reload Ah. so here's the thing I wasn't really big into these records all that much either until semi-recently. Uh, I finally kind of... I sat down to listen to them after listening to... There's another podcast called Talk is Jericho, which is uh, Chris Jericho, the wrestler and frontman of the band Fozzie, does this. And they had an episode going over Load and Reload, like a track-by-track track review with him and two other people. Uh, very entertaining listen. I highly recommend it. But that got me thinking, like, all right, maybe I should listen to this record again or these records again. And I did. And they're pretty solid hard rock albums. They have a lot of blues influence in there. And I find them to be really good. Little, little cluttered sometimes, but that's why I have a homework assignment for you along with listening to the two albums. Ah, uh, not reacting yet. <laughs> go your homework assignment for this. Obviously I want you to listen to them give your review, your thoughts, but I want you to compile a list. Think of it as a third album. You take the best songs from Load and Reload, you cut the fat, and you have a like, the best of, and you also have to come up with a good title for it. Bullet in the chamber, end it now. <laughs> it's not that bad. But also, like, be, because we're going to have extra time. Yeah, I want you to like take the best songs, create a track list, like put them in an order <laughs> and then have it, its own title as like a super load remix. Load and Reload Metallica. Have you ever listened to those records? Once. You did once, like fully? I don't know if it was fully. I think they were playing in the background while I was doing homework in high school. 
That's a really weird out. That's a really weird music choice to have on in the background. What? It was a wow. I have never listened to these, and they've been sitting in my library forever. Let's give this a shot. Oh, like you chose it. I thought you meant like your teacher just had it no. on. It's like no. It's like cool teacher to be honest. Not the albums I would have picked, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's just kind of a it's just kind of a different flavor. I I find it to be really good. I hope you maybe find some enjoyment out of it as well. I'm not saying that they're perfect records. I, it is common knowledge that they're a little uh, bloated, which is why I have that third caveat for you. Mm, so, thanks. yeah, I, but like, I, I just, like you said, I, you, I you can't love... get mad because I, I've been planning this for like seven episodes. <laughs> I just, I just love how you're like, Oh, you know, what would be a good thing to give my snobby friend these two albums that I already think are kind of mediocre. I don't think that, but the thing is, I think there are great songs in there. So like, I'm like some of my favorite Metallica songs are in load and reload. And even the bad songs, I don't necessarily think are all that bad. It's one of those things that people are just overblowing it because people, a first four albums after that, or, you know, sometimes the first five, but, I've been seeing a lot more people split on the black album recently, which objectively is their best sounding album. I'm not saying it's their best record, but like production wise, that record is one of the best albums ever made. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. Uh, But you know, I've everyone's always like, Oh, load and reload suck. And you got popular artists that say that as well like phil and selmo i don't know i'm just uh i kind of want to see what your thoughts are uh i'm sure it's been a long time since you've heard anything other than like fuel so (laughs) you know let's give it a shot let's give it a shot the whole this whole thing is about like either finding new music or seeing if maybe your tastes have changed over the years uh this is the first time like i kind of want to i kind of want to put that to the test all right okay What's your excitement level currently? Not. I'm not. <laughs> not not at all. Mm. So, cool. Anyways, I unlike you, don't hate you completely. I don't hate you. you. I'm thi- I'm giving you stuff that I think is enjoyable. <laughs> mm. Mm, I don't know. You said that about dying fetus and liquor brat. I like dying fetus. So <laughs> you like bad things. It's okay. I don't like I bad. It. I do not like bad things. I like good music. You shut your mouth. No, I have a band. I discovered them in high school when I was going on my mellow death uh, trip uh, phase, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not technically out of that phase because I still really like me some mellow death. And I find new bands and albums every day. This was kind of one of the weird Mellow Death bands I found. And the fact that they are Mellow Death Doom. Mm. And even so far as to go into Funeral Doom on occasion. They are known as Swallow the Sun. And they create an incredibly oppressive, depressive atmosphere that is just haunting and beautiful but then you read the lyrics and you find out it's about the guy drowning his child in the lake and then being haunted by the spirit of the kid because why did the father drown the kid in the lake well it's because the kid killed the mother at birth due to complications yeah 
Yes, I've listened to that song and it is very, very good. Surprisingly, not off the record I'm looking at right now. Oh, wow. I didn't know you've listened to any Swallow the Sun. Yeah, you told me to listen to... Uh, oh, I did make you listen to... Yeah, Lights on Lights the Lake. On, uh, that incredibly horribly depressing track. I mean, I thought it was very... <sighs> I thought it was a very excellent song. It is. Um, and I have been scared to give this to you, but you've been liking the proggy long stuff. So I don't think there's anything wrong giving you a two and a half hour long album. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> it's only 153 minutes, man. It ain't that bad. Yeah. Well, the longest. Well, no, okay, never mind. I was saying the longest song I'm seeing is like nine minutes, but then the third oh, no, record no. has 12, 13. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I think there's a 17 minute on there. Am I wrong? Nope. 12, 10, 11. I could have sworn that. Ah, yeah, you're right. Uh, of course I'm right. And. Mm. <laughs> so uh, by the way i, I want to spoil one thing for you mm-hmm. uh it's not a huge spoiler because you'll probably forget uh that song seven hours late has like a two to three minute long i believe uh keyboard drone solo <laughs> okay all right uh, and it is incredibly beautiful and you kind of get lost in it but oh boy when I first heard that song, I was like, how, how far in am I? Uh, it's kind of like yeah, it, uh, obsidian by Meshuga. Yeah. It's like almost two minutes long of just like synth, uh, droning on. And it's, it's very haunting. Uh, the track is about him being seven hours late to his dad's deathbed. Mm. All right. Mm. 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 This is a happy rap. You might want to be in a good mood when you listen to this. Uh, that is pretty much impossible. So we'll <laughs> we'll see if I kill myself while listening to this album. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, this has been a good run. This uh, episode 10 will be our last episode. Uh, I will be taking over. Uh, I will find a new uh, co-host <laughs> as Ethan has uh, succumbed to Swallow the Sun. Yeah, um, even if he, but if he finds a new co-host, he's gonna have to make sure he can edit things because I know Mitch ain't gonna do it. Mm, got me there. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, so episode ten's gonna be six hours long because <laughs> we can't figure out how to cut the silence. So yep. Um, anyways, so Swallow Sun's uh, magnum opus, uh, as many people have called it. Uh, it's a lot of people's favorite record. It's actually three records in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Songs from the North, part one, part two, and part three. Part one being gloom, part two being beauty, and part three being despair. And I want to emphasize the names of those albums set the mood for the actual section. Interesting. So, so I imagine like, part two is very pretty. <sighs> Part two is really pretty acoustic, uh, clean singing all the way through. Mm. Um, part one is kind of like their normal stuff. And part three is like just fucking heavy funeral doomy at points. Just disparaging. They apparently dropped an album last year. Ooh. They did. It was pretty good. All it right. didn't match up to this, but, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty good. Uh, I really liked, the uh, um, 
just the title of the album alone was really good. I have a caveat for you. Um, and it's not what you did for me. Um, it's advice. Um, um, okay. (laughs) All right. This album does not have to all be listened to at once. You can listen to each part separately. Gotcha. Okay. And so if you start getting bored, not saying it's a boring album, but it's a lot to take in, especially for like your first listen. Right. And especially since you don't like to just sit there and listen to music. Cause I have literally laid down in my bed and listened to this full album mm. while doing nothing else besides listening. Right. Um, and I loved it. It was a great experience. I felt terrible afterwards because sad, but it it was a phenomenal experience. And I've done it uh, several times while at work uh, when I worked at college um, and just like walking around campus. Um, if you're going for a long road trip, easily done. It's the same thing I do with Mirror Reaper. Right. But if for you specifically, if you're just like, whoa, I don't know if I'm feeling two and a half hours today, just do just do one. And then continue on to the next one at a later point. Yeah, I figured that was going to be something I would be doing anyway. So, yeah, well, um, I appreciate that. So, because well, the first time I listened to it, I had to do that because I was just like, this is a lot to take in. And if you read a lot of the reviews, a lot of people are like my first listen, I could not do the entire thing. Yeah, um, but you don't. You don't have to. It, they're connected, but they're not so connected that they rely on one another. Right. They're themes on a single concept, basically. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I had to split Mirror Reaper into two parts, so. Oh, now that's the wrong way to listen to that song. Well, I hate that you can just say that song. (laughs) And be right. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I listened to that um, when I still worked at Honda. So, like, I listened to it for the 45 minutes driving back home one day and then the 45 minutes driving back home the next day. Gotcha. So, anyway. So I really, I really do hope you enjoy this. It is a really beautiful, really pretty record, which they have performed live once Yikes. the entire record. <laughs> now this is how they did it. It was on 70,000 ton, uh, tons of metal, mm. the, the cruise, and they had three days of performing. Gotcha. So they did each part each day. Yeah, but Meshuggah can't play I. <laughs> I know, right? It's ridiculous. I mean, Mirror. Re- I mean, Bellwitch does Mirror Reaper in one sitting. Like, come on, guys. Do they? <laughs> I think they have. Uh, I could be wrong. I know I've seen performances of when they've done stuff, and it's usually like they'll take a section of Mirror Reaper. Mm. But I think that's more because they just don't have the set time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't imagine. So if they were the head, like if they were ever a headlining band, which I don't know if Bell Witch will ever get popular enough to become one, but who knows? Maybe at the, like their local venue, but not like yeah, touring the US or anything like that. I could be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would totally go see that entire song live. All right. So, all right. Yep. So for, like I said, guys, we're taking an off week. We're going to be back on January 25th. It's going to be a a nice little refresher for us. And we have a pretty big episode 10 planned. So 
We're going to be looking at Load and Reload by Metallica and Songs from the North, part one, two, and three from Swallow the Sun. When it comes yeah. to a couple of songs, we're, we're doing another episode of two songs being played at the end because I'm officially, I think uh, we will be officially caught up on this episode when it comes to the old stuff we have either played or mentioned because there was a little bit of a time where we didn't play songs. Um, so today we are going to be playing Four Stories Daylight again. We did play that before, but it was back when it was in mono, so it made the song bad. Not bad, but not as good. And we are going to be playing The Green Leaves, The Bad Place. So these are both uh, local bands from Indiana, one from Indianapolis and one from Fort Wayne. One being kind of a uh, indie pop band that would be four story. They're very, very good. And then the other being an ambient deathcore, I believe is what they uh, call themselves, or at least that's what Metallum calls them. So Metallum's correct. So, <laughs> so the Green Leaves Four Story will be playing those. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Ethan Carpenter. You can find me on Instagram at mfkr will. You can also find me on Twitch on Mondays and Fridays at 4:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Twitch.tv/wasd_gamecom. And I am of course joined by the wonderful magnificent snob mm. Mitchell Wade mm. Mm, quite uh, and you know what I'll go ahead and plug my Instagram because now you can see my bright shiny light box that cost me two grand yeah <laughs> yikes that hurts to say uh, my Instagram is metal violinist underscore ethereal solace awesome woo I awesome. post pictures of cats he music, does food I cook and my computer and how upset it sometimes makes me. So, all right, guys, we hope you have a, well, we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. We hope you have a great new year. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive and all that jazz. You should probably stay home for new year's as well. Please don't go into heavy crowds and things like that. Unless you're me and you work and you work at least wear a mask if you do. And we will see you guys on January 25th. Thank you guys for tuning in to Distorted Entertainment. You can find us on Facebook.com slash DistAntPod. You can find us everywhere on like Spotify, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. Please rate us where you listen. Share around with your friends. It appreciates it a lot. It appreciates it a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very tired. I can use the break. This episode sponsored by Shadow Raid Legend stuff. Thanks. Raycon VPN. Of course. Thank you guys yes. for tuning in. We will see you guys on the 25th. See ya. Later. Nah. Ah, oh, that's not the right program. No, I don't need to listen to Swallow the Sun.
Thank <laughs> you. 